Time is 5.30 and a quorum of the plan commission is present, so I'll call this meeting to order. Ask folks to take their seats and remind everyone about electronic devices, either off or in a silent mode while you're in the hearing room. If you were to get a call you need to take, we just ask you to please take it outside. We have no general public comment registrations. Are there any disclosures and or recusals from members of the body on any item on the agenda this evening? Seeing none, go to the minutes of our meeting from January 14th. Moved by Mr. Heifetz, seconded by Mr. Cantrell to approve any additions or corrections. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Any opposed, no? The minutes are approved. Our schedule of meetings, um, as you all know, I'm sure, uh, we meet again next week, February 4th, but then that sort of kicks us back into our first and third Monday schedule for the months of February and March. We have one item of routine business this evening. That is item number one. This is Legistar 28488, authorizing the mayor and city clerk to execute an intergovernmental agreement regarding the boundary adjustment at 3101 Syene Road and a boundary adjustment agreement regarding 3101 Syene Road with the city of Fitchburg. Moved by Mr. Sunquist, seconded by Mr. Rui to approve item number one. Is there any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Any opposed, no? Item one is approved. We can't go to our public hearings yet, so we will go to latter part of our agenda. Is there any business by members this evening? Any communications to report outside of the packet? Ms. Hamilton Nisbet. Just to, I think that would be end of business by members. Um, I just have a, a process question. Is that is this the, the appropriate spot for that? Usually, well, um, we can we can try it. Usually, business by members is something we want to take up another time. But why don't you state the question? Um, my question is, uh, the the last time we were here, we talked about the MacArthur Road project, and um, and it was approved with all these conditions. And then I had read somewhere that the project um, ran into some budget issues. And my question is, don't we check to make sure that? There's funding for projects before we we start down the path of planning and et cetera. Everyone's shaking their head no, so I guess I'm the only one who knows this. Mr. Colbert, do you want to answer that question just in general terms? Yeah, in general terms, um, you know, we, we do look at some things, but there's no guarantee on any project. And and if um, you know if a, develop, a developer comes in and submits a project. You know, we assume that if they're even pursuing it, that there's there's some financial support and interest in that. I mean, but you can never guarantee anything. So every once in a while, a project will run into that problem. So that's a rarity, is what you're saying? It doesn't happen too often, no. Okay. no. All right, thank you. Okay, um, just uh, last call. Any communications outside of the packet? If not... Let's go to the secretary's report. Okay, just a few items to note for your upcoming hearings. Uh, most notably, next Monday night, the project at uh, North Henry Street and Iota Court that you reviewed on January 14th uh, will be back in a uh, slightly different format, uh, largely the same 
building placement and mass, uh, fewer dwelling units, and they've done some things to move elements of the buildings around. And so you'll see that uh, with your materials for February 4th. Uh, the item at 2033-2055 Woods Road, Hawkswoods Estates, that'll actually be referred to the February 18th meeting. And then uh, also of note, 25 West Main Street, uh, which is a major exterior alteration in addition to the Anchor Bank building at the corner of South Carroll and West Main Streets. And then also the UW Health East Hospital and Clinics at 4602 East Park Boulevard. Uh, so a fairly good sized, uh, few fairly good sized projects coming to you next Monday night. On February 18th, a uh, couple items of note. Uh, 2224 Regent Street is a single-family home across Ash Street from West High School that is proposed oh, yeah. for demolition uh, and replacement with a four-unit apartment building. Uh, this project is of note not only for those reasons but also because it is a rezoning that is entirely under the auspices of our shiny and new 2011-2012-2013 zoning code so uh, we won't be dancing on the line between the 1966 code and the new code. Uh, we're all the way with the new code uh, with this rezoning, so that's uh, that should be interesting. Uh, also of note, uh, some outdoor eating areas for the Willie Street Co-op. And then fast forwarding ahead uh, to the March 4th Planning Commission and noting a large scale redevelopment project of some 60s and 70s era apartment buildings uh, generally located at the corner of West Johnson and North Broom Streets with a very large scale 319 unit apartment building which is also a rezoning uh, under the new zoning code as well as a conditional use for height and demolition permit. So those are some of the highlights of things coming to you at your next three Planning Commission meetings. And I'd just like to make one comment about the one next week. And that is that it's, um, it would be large enough if it all it had on it was the issues that Tim just described. But we know that four items from our agenda tonight are also going to be on that agenda. It's really important that those of you who have questions about items on the consent agenda, please ask them early in the day on Monday and give staff an opportunity to respond or at least prepare a response so that we don't take time. Um, dealing with things like that here that could have been dealt with earlier in the day, because uh, we'll we'll be we're going to be here pretty late no matter what. Mr. Rui, and in regard to that, a request that the staff get us a consent agenda item a lot sooner than they've been getting it to us. Well, hopefully we can do that Friday afternoon. Sometimes that's possible. Sometimes it's not. No, I understand it was it's been late some days. Sometimes it's possible on Friday, and we can certainly we can certainly shoot for that. But as soon as you, and the other thing to remember is that all these materials are online and you can be looking at them before your packet arrives. So when we've got a big meeting coming up, anything you can do to get, your, get started on your homework early is, at least I find, very helpful. Um, okay, um, are there any uh, announcements for, to be made this evening? Ms. Hamilton Nisbet. Just to note that I will not be in attendance at the February 18th meeting. Okay, thanks. Um, Mr. Rui, either? Okay. <laughs> but especially the people who aren't here tonight have to be here next week. <laughs> um, okay. 
Okay, well, since we are still, um, still before six o'clock, uh, we'll stand in recess until six o'clock when we can take up the public hearing items. Call the meeting back to order and issue the, my reminder, if anyone turned on a phone or some other electronic device during the break, we ask you to please turn it back off or into a silent mode while you're in the hearing room. And if you were to get a call you need to take, we just ask you please take it outside. On our agenda this evening, um, we have a number of items that for various procedural reasons uh, need to be referred. So before we open the public hearings on for individuals who are here this evening, um, let's dispense with items two through eight. Mr. Heifetz. Thank you, Madam Chair. In the spirit of rare government efficiency, I would move and mass referrals for items two, three, four, five, six, seven, and yes, I can count all the way up to eight. And those are being referred to our next meeting of February 4th, correct? Correct. Okay. Moved by Mr. Heifetz, seconded by Mr. Sunquist to refer items two through eight to our meeting on February 4th. Any discussion? None. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed, no. Okay, we will see them all on next week. That brings us to item number nine. This is Legistar 28786, consideration of a demolition permit to allow existing storage buildings to be demolished and mini warehouse storage warehouses to be constructed at 1901 to 1909 Freeport Road in the 10th Aldermanic District. I'll open the public hearing and note that we have Ken Krzyzewski here to answer questions. Um, I forget who wanted to pursue this on the commission. Push your button. Mr. Rui. First, I'm, I'm in favor of the project. I'm just concerned about a couple details on the one driveway uh, closest to the bike path. And all I'm asking is uh, I'd like to see city engineering review the location in light of the fact that the bike path bike path could be moved westerly towards the property line, either permanently or, or uh, temporarily over the next few years because of the Verona Road project. And the driveway would end up being too close to the bike path only. Okay. I'm not sure who, what Mr. Krzyzewski's relationship is to the project, but do you, do you wish to speak to that or? Uh, that's fine, yeah, we can. Okay. All right. So the applicant's agreeable. Uh, just for the record, he lives at uh, 1606 Danbury Street in Madison. I should clarify, but uh, it could be a width issue too. If possibly you could narrow it because it's a low volume uh, use. Uh, okay. Um, other questions, Ms. Hamilton Nisbet? The, the only, um, the reason I was looking to, to ask questions was regarding the landscape plan and the Arborvita, but it was pointed out to me that there is a condition of approval on that, condition one. And I would, I would just like to recommend at the time that this is, um, that we move to approve, that we say the landscape plan shall substitute an alternative species instead of may substitute, given that there's a concern about the screening of the arborvita and the safety issues with the bike path. Excuse me, do you mind coming to the mic? Thank you. It's still a concern. I think those arborvitas are, are a good 12 to 15 feet apart, each one of them. Is there still, there's still a concern with screening 
with those being that my spaced out? My understanding is staff was concerned about about that and they're there they would like to see an the, alternative landscape plan if if they're you know it depends on on how why they grow and you know it's it's not what they are today but in the future the concern is just the screening in general with that bike path so if that means moving them apart further or if it means looking at alternative species you know I think that's a question that that you can work out with staff but okay. is, were, were are you the, agreeable to that the arborvitaes on, on Freeport right. Road correct were those one? The intersection of Freeport and, and Verona Frontage Road, yeah. yeah. Freeport being the, the main concern. So if, if there's an, if there, can you work on developing an alternative species there so that the arborvitae isn't, sure. isn't a concern? Yeah. Are you agreeable to doing that? Yes. Okay, thanks. Any other questions uh, of the applicant? Mr. Rui. All right, I haven't closed the public hearing. Are there any other questions? Um, I'll close the public hearing. Are there any questions for staff? If not, then a motion is in order. Turn on your mic. I move Mr. approval uh, uh, with the request that the developer work with city engineering on the location and width of the driveway opening on the frontage road uh, in lieu of the fact that the bike path may be moved westerly closer to that driveway. And can we include Ms. Hamilton Nisbet? Oh, yeah. Also, please. Is there a second? Second. Seconded by Ms. Andrzejewski. So the motion is to approve uh, with language conditions to work with staff on the location of the driveway opening with respect to the bike path and also um, the substituting other species for arborvita at the intersection. Discussion? Yeah. I think, I think staff understands the issue. Um, is there any discussion on the motion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed, no? Item nine is approved with those conditions. And brings us to item number 10. This is Legistar 28787, consideration of an alteration to an approved conditional use to modify and construct an addition to an existing community-based assisted living residential facility at 413 and 429 South Yellowstone Drive in the 19th Aldermanic District. I'll open the public hearing and note the registrations of Tim Schleser, maybe? Schleeper. Schleeper, pardon me, 999 Furrier Drive and Scott Schmidt, 1130 James Drive, both here in support and available to answer questions. Are there questions from Ms. Hamilton Nisbet? Um, my question, I'm not certain which applicant would um, be able to answer this. It's regarding landscaping. Scott Schmidt, the architect for the project. Okay. My question is, um, in the staff's report, the conservation manager had recommended the, that you consider preserving two silver maple trees at the, at the back of the property. And first of all, I'm not certain if, if there is one that is 
that is um, noted for preservation or I'd like to understand if the if you can do that or did you see that in the report and what's your thought on that yes <clears throat> we saw that and in earlier designs earlier site plans we were showing the two silver maples to remain but the canopies of those two trees were hanging over the top of the fire department access lane so the fire department was opposed to having those trees or we would have to trim back the canopies quite a bit to keep those and then when we were out on site it does appear that one of them suffered some severe wind damage as well so i'm not sure one or both might have some wind damage where they can't remain, but we can take a closer look at it because we're, we're guesstimating the size of the canopy, but when we're on site and there's some clearing that's done, we can take a look at it with your conservation specialist manager to see if we can maintain those trees. So if, if I don't believe that's noted as a condition, if that's added as a condition to, to work with the conservation manager to, um, to attempt to preserve one or both of the silver maples that, that that has been recommended you'd be all right with that condition being added uh yes okay as long as the fire department can work with understanding us. Yes. yes thank you sure any other questions for uh either of the registrants on this item okay if not we'll close the public hearing thanks gentlemen um any questions for staff Seeing none, is there a motion on item 10? Um, I'd like to move approval with the condition um, that the applicant work with the conservation manager to attempt to preserve one or both of the silver maples identified by the conservation manager in the, the rear of the property. I would, uh, if it would be acceptable to the commission, uh, propose that we throw planning staff and the fire department into the equation as well. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Second. Seconded by Mr. Sundquist. Uh, discussion on the motion. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Any opposed? No. Item 10 is approved with that. Condition. <laughs> we'll just make sure that there's nothing else lurking here. I think it's in order. I think it's in order. Moved by Mr. Rui, seconded by who? Who was it? Ms. Hamilton Nisbet to adjourn. All those in favor say aye. Any opposed? No? Adjourn.